0: Welcome back to the Boys and Bolas podcast. We're down here in the Rat
1: Tail Bunker Barbershop Studio, 4th of July. 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. There's nothing more patriotic than talking about Europeans on the 4th of July. I mean, eh. colonizers. Colonizers. Right, same vein. Colonial fathers. Colonial fathers. We we're recording in a, uh, about midday, 4th of July. Uh, it's uh, about 90 degrees and sunny in Massachusetts. <laughs> a lot of grills are firing up. <laughs> Just kidding, just it's kidding. literally london it's
0: yeah it's rain- it's misty rain sixty degrees my my family uh has gone to a cookout, and uh we'll meet up with them later, but we the house is silent, here, but will you meet up with them later? Is it a ploy? oh, yeah like it's a gra- it's like a plant like I'm there yeah like yeah, go ahead, go ahead,
1: I'll see you there, <laughs> you just don't show up, yeah, that would be doghouse. I guess we'll find out if general listens to the podcast when she roasts you. Jeff's thinking of existentially about his life. Yeah. Wow, if my wife all does right. listen to this, am I in trouble? All right, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta uh, beep <laughs> beep. Podcast it's over. over. <laughs> it's a short one. <laughs> well,
0: let's talk about the Euros, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's worth the while. Talk about
0: Europe. Talk about uh, quarterfinals. Teams Quart- went through. Quarterfinal games were go good. Through. Did you enjoy them? I did. I all the teams I expected to win won. Pretty much. Uh, actually, I was rooting for Belgium. We were rooting for Belgium. Italy went through.
1: I think Italy going through is fine, though. I mean, Italy played well.
0: Italy played well. They probably. I, I think they were the favorite with De Eden Hazard and De Bruyne as question marks.
1: De Bru- yeah. and Hazard obviously didn't play, and De Bruyne apparently had an injury. The yeah, he wasn't game. fit. He was not full. He was in pain most of the game, but he said he wanted to play to represent his country or whatever, which is sad. He came play. out in
0: like the 65th
1: minute or something, so that's yeah, why he didn't. He didn't play the full game. He didn't really do it. Switzerland basically used all of their magic Alpine juju in the France shootout when they went 5-0 and because they really sucked it up against Spain.
0: It was a really rough professional football shootout. I haven't seen... It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, Switzerland basically passed the ball to the uh, <laughs> Spanish goalkeeper twice. Uh, and then Sky went over the net. It was it was like how... not. It, I mean, teams will just watch that game and s- just... This is how you don't take penalty shots.
1: Vargas Sky went over the net, and it was tough. But he joins elite company with David Beckham and Roberto Baggio and many other people who have... Oh, yeah. I and mean, Mbappe indeed. a couple weeks ago. Mbappe. Last week. But Mbappe got saved. He didn't miss the goal. Oh, that's true. That's when true. you that's go true. over true. the goal, it's, it's hard to come back from.
0: I mean, all you really have to do is shoot it really hard into one of the corners, and the goalie's not going to get it especially because they have to stand in their That's line. That's
1: literally all you have to do.
0: They they don't this whole like stutter step like looking different ways and then like hitting it with the inside of your foot in the corner. <laughs> it's really bad. I, it's like something I would do. In a <laughs> Shootout. Jeff,
1: they didn't let you shoot the ball. They didn't.
0: I would always, I just, it was a penalty shootout. I would slink away. You would, uh, I would go like to the bathroom. Away. I got a bathroom
1: <laughs> break, guys. So I got uh, to call check me a turbo you, tap. You really
0: <laughs> if I have to take one, I was God, really bad at dude. penalty
1: shootouts. Fernando Torres also like famously just hated taking PKs. And they were like, but you're the niño. You're a niño. Like you gotta shoot. You're you're our forward. You're our number nine. And he was like, Nah, nah, man, nah I'm not gonna do that. It's not
0: gonna work well. It's
1: not it's not it's why not I'm here. Go. It's not yeah. why I'm here. I'm a I'm a regular time guy. Because in the Chelsea when Chelsea beat Bayern, he wasn't on the field, he had been subbed off, but yeah, it, it came out in a Spain game when they were like, Dude, you're you're the Ford and he's like, No, nah, I'm not shooting. So it was very interesting to see Switzerland. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, so Switzerland you pressure. know, mess up all their PKs. And, uh, yeah, they just kind of used up all their PK mad- magicness uh against, against France. France. So, okay, Spain go through, Italy, Italy go through. through. They're the semifinal matchup, first semifinal matchup. Denmark go through. It's nice to see. I love to see that. I thought Schick had a great tournament. He had five goals.
0: Feel good story. Feel Very, good story of the tournament. So
1: right now, he's tied with Ronaldo for five goals, but Ronaldo will have the golden boot because he scored it in less time. So if you want to get the golden boot... you got to get six goals. you got to get six goals. So that's really right now on Kane or Sterling. Those are the two guys that could probably most likely do it. Two more games, yep. I don't think there's a Denmark guy I'm too convinced, and I don't think the Danes are going to score even just one goal against England. We're going to get into that. And then Ukraine and England yesterday was just... out Ukraine just got... It was got, over in the fifth minute. It was over. It was honestly over before the game started. They just got so outclassed. I mean, Ukraine had a chance... Ukraine's chance to win that game were probably about 2 to 3% in regular time, and then I'll give a 3 to 4% more going all the way and then somehow winning a shootout. Yeah, that was the only way. They had low chances of winning that game.
0: And but they had England, a good tournament. England put it together. They like just figured, they clicked.
1: England the started clicking, and they also did all of that without Grealish. Grealish didn't c- come into the game. But Bellingham was a sub. Good to see Jaden Sancho start. I thought he played phenomenally.
0: Yep, he almost scored a few goals. A few Very chances. Very
1: you know is it coming home jeff
0: it looked that way this team isn't i mean stones and and walker and uh mcguire have just like <laughs> freaking amazing they haven't like, let it go they haven't let a goal and pickford's been playing really well saving the shots that he needs to save and just being solid and then yeah i mean Maguire hasn't missed a, a beat since playing uh i think he, he played the second game that's he didn't play the first game or the he he didn't play one or two of the games in the group stage. I don't think he played he, the first game. First game, yeah. And so he came in the second game. This guy was seems fine. Scored a goal. Seems good. Scored, scored, a, goal. scored yeah. a goal. Good to see. I had Slatty. McGuire
1: on my fantasy team in 2018, and that was phenomenal because he had a couple of headers. And when obviously a defender scores, it's like exponentially better than a forward. So McGuire looks good. Do you think there's a way that Spain beat Italy? What do you think the chances are there? Because for me, it's like the Spanish are dark horse right now in this tournament. Yep. Denmark, too, obviously. But the Danes have won the tournament recently. I, you know, okay, that's actually a better question. Who's more of an under underdog to win the tournament? Denmark or Spain? Denmark. Denmark probably by Based a lot. Based on the
0: matchups. Because probably by a lot. Denmark has to play England. It's just going to be a tough game for them. The Spanish can score goals. I mean, Murata's not like deadly, but... I mean, they've had contributions all over the field, uh, and they, they're like, for me, they're like a Jekyll and Hyde team in a way, because they can, they can easily just give up a bunch of howlers and get four or five goals scored in them, or they'll, like last game, they, it went to, you know, penalty shootouts, low scoring game. Uh, I mean, I know Switzerland isn't like a offensive juggernaut or anything. You got Jordan Shaqiri, basically, uh, Swiss, Swiss Alpine Messi, (laughs) but, uh. It's um, yeah. I think we're gonna get a. I think we're gonna be get, get a close game against Italy, but we're not. I think Italy's a better team, just all around. They've been pretty dynamic moving going forward, and I think they can break down the Spanish defense. I don't think Spain has been particularly like stout in the back. They have given up a lot of goals uh, compared to the other teams in the tournament, and uh, yeah, I think that they're the bigger underdog. I think like ranked like one through four right now. Who's the top? And who like I think it's like England, Italy. Spain, Spain Denmark. Denmark, and I think I put England ahead of Italy only because they've literally given up one less goal, which is no goals, and Italy's given up one goal. And that 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 crazy header a couple games ago. Uh, Donna has been playing really well. I think that Italy uh, um, beats England in terms of goalkeepers. And maybe it comes down to a goalkeeper situation in the fi- in the final if they both are in the final. But we're not there yet, so we're talking about we're just talking about uh, semifinals now. And uh, I, for me, it's going to be England. It's going to be England, Italy final. Italy actually gave up two. They gave up oh, one two. against
1: Austria and one against Belgium. I forgot mm. about the Austria goal though. So no, I remember the Austria goal. I, I forgot about the Belgian goal. Okay, you forgot about the Belgian. E- either way, I mean we're splitting hairs. Both defenses are really strong between Italy yep. and England. I agree with you. I, in that lineup, I think it's totally England more likely than Italy, than Spain, than Denmark. The thing about Spain is that I think that getting to the final would be a win for them. I think even challenging the Italians, taking them to overtime, would be a win. This is a younger team. It's not a very tournament-experienced team. Spain kind of had a vacuum after their golden generation kind of died out, and now we're seeing different players step into that. The only player who's left over from that generation is Sergio Busquets, who has been awesome. And well, actually going back to Fernando Torres, Fernando Torres was asked in like 2008 who we thought the best player, 2008 or 2009, who we thought the best Spanish player was, you know, expecting to hear David Villa, Xavi or Iniesta, And he said famously, like, no, you really got to think about Sergio Busquets because without him, some of these other things don't work. And I thought he's, I think Sergio Busquets has probably been in the team of the tournament right now. I think he's had a great tournament. Spain could ruin Italy's party here. And the Italians, one of the things I was looking up, and that's why I knew that I, the the Belgium and the Austria goals. The Italians have not gone behind in this tournament. Right. They've always scored first. So it will be interesting to see how they deal with maybe being scored on first or whatever. Spain also, I think I said this last time too, in qualifying created the most chances out of any European nation. So they're definitely going to get in and they're definitely going to get in behind. And while Chiellini and Benucci are phenomenal, you know, cerebral defenders. They're slow. Yeah. They can get really exposed quickly.
0: I just think that they got Murata, they got Murata who's been playing okay. They got Locatelli to come in as a super sub. Um, they got Insigne and who's been You're solid. talking about Italy. Italy, yeah. I just think you said Morata. Oh, sorry, I said Morata. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scrub that out. Scrub that out. Scrub. Take that out. Take that, <laughs> that out. Immobile, I meant. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: got Immobile, who hasn't been playing amazing, but they got Locatelli to come in as a sub. They got Insigne who's been playing awesome, and then you know, pretty solid defense, and then they got. Donnarumma can stand in his head. And so I I just think they're going to edge out Spain. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blow up by any means. I think they're the favorites and they'll get to the final.
1: I think they're favorites too. And I think soccer, just like most things in the life, are all about storylines. And I think a lot of people want to see this Italy storyline definitely get to the final. And while Denmark would be cool as far as, like, the Cinderella story, I think the fact that Denmark got to the semis is already pretty cool. But I do not see a way for them to beat England over 90 or 120 minutes. I just think they're going to get outclassed. Not to the degree that Ukraine did, but I do think they'll lose this game by two goals.
0: Vestergaard, Anderson, if he plays, they're just not the best defenders. They're solid center backs. But I think that they're going to have problems with the the pace of Sterling, and uh, they're just gonna have to respect Sterling's pace, and then Kane can finish as long as he gets service, uh, in, uh close in and around the box. I mean, yeah, and then and then you got uh, they're dangerous on set pieces. I think that's the other thing about about England is that they're very dangerous on set piece set pieces and set piece goals are very very important. Or set you know and that they. They they make a big difference uh, in the in these like knockout games. You know, you get a, uh, England will get corners because they they can penetrate the box and cause problems. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if Jaden Sancho is going to play or if it's going to be Saka. I don't know what the Saka injury is like. Um, Who would you I, rather see play? I'd rather see Jaden Sancho play. I think he's a better. I think he just provides a little bit more uh, dynamic um, threat in the box. Uh, Saka is quick. Uh, and he's been playing well, and I, he deserves to come on as a sub if he's fit. But I, I don't know if he's fit. So I think the big question mark is still Grealish and whether um, whether uh, Southgate views him as a starting a player for the starting eleven or as a super sub. And it seems like at this point he's going to be a super sub, and that's why he didn't come on in the game because they're already the last game. Is because they were blowing him out. They were blowing Ukraine out, and he just th- there's no point in ri- like playing Grealish and getting him hurt or it didn't have he didn't need to impact the game risking the injury is not yeah. worth
1: the reward like there's no reward you're already up by a lot but there's
0: no denying that he has a, always has a positive impact when he comes in the game because he comes in and he creates chances and he doesn't he does not necessarily always scoring but he's you know causing problems for defenses assists
1: i wonder if southgate is like a really big mighty ducks fan <laughs> and he watched d2 and he saw like what Emilio estevez did with julie the cat gaffney And he only put her in for like the final shot of the shootout. I wonder if he's gonna like bring Grealish in just for the final to start and then throw off Italy.
0: Right? Because yeah,
1: I I don't know. I think if you let's play it out, we assume England get to the final against Italy. That seems to be like one. You know, the betters would say that that's likely. I think against the Italians, you're gonna have to bring out something that's maybe not as direct as Raheem Sterling. Like, you can't just beat the Italians with speed. No. You have to kind of get a little cerebral with them because if you try to beat them with speed and just balls over the top, they're going to invite that all day and they're going to eat you up. Not only
0: that, is that even if you put anything in the box near the six-yard n- near the six yard box, into the 18, near the six-yard box, Donnarumma's... That's his zone. He's got it.
1: Donnarumma's very, he's going very to, commanding.
0: He's going to command that he commands that box and he, and he can shot stop too. So... It's they're gonna you know England's gonna play their back five, pretty much, right? So you you're gonna see their trippier is not gonna play. It's gonna be Walker, it's gonna be uh Sto- Walker Stones Maguire Stones Maguire, um Shaw for sure. Shaw after for the game sure. He had. Yeah, and then on the right hand side, who we got?
1: Why can't I think of his name?
0: Well, whatever. You're gonna see you're gonna see basically it's a bet.
1: not Reese James, who's we were talking about this the other guy. We were talking about this the other day. Um Oh my God! All right, I'll look at the lineup. But yeah, we're both thinking I can picture him, but I can't say his name. I England England will but definitely the, but play with de-
0: with 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 Declan with Rice and uh, with Rice and Calvin Phillips, right?
1: Walker, Jesus Walker, yeah Walker. No, sorry. Yeah, Walker. No, who who are we not saying? But in the, the lineup against Ukraine, is showing that they played a four two three one, but that's not the way. Really, it. They did it because they, you know what, what, what it is is, yeah, the McGuire Stones Walker as the three, and they had Shaw and Sancho, kind of working. Oh, on the right, and then they basically had a box in the middle with Sterling and Mount, kind of pushing out to either side of Kane and Rice and Phillips holding. Yeah, so it is honestly more like a three-four-three. Three yeah, kind of with yeah. Sancho and Shaw, but I don't know. England has so many. They have such an embarrassment of riches. Know they're it,
0: subbing on Rashford, Bellingham.
1: This is this is on their bench. Trippier. Jude Bellingham, beast. Borussia Dortmund. Don DCL had a great oh yeah, season he, with Everton. Yeah. Ramsdale and goal, solid. Chilwell, Champions League winner. Tyrone Mings, solid. He you know he served his purpose when McGuire can play. Marcus Rashford, kind of almost franchise player. Other than Bruno Fernandes at Manchester United. Jack Grealish, probably going to Man City. Franchise player at Aston Villa. Jordan Henderson, Champions League winner, Premier League winner at Liverpool. Scored a goal in last game. Scored a goal Came in last game. Came on and scored. Was super pumped. John Stone and goal, third string. I don't really have any feelings about him. Phil Foden, some say the future of England on Man City. Kieran Trippier just won La Liga with Atletico, also played. And then Connor Cody, another solid defender. Like This team is so crazily stacked. I yeah. just don't see how they don't win the tournament.
0: Pretty much anybody on the bench would, st- would be on the... <laughs> Starting eleven, unlike any other international. The team. fact
1: that Phil Foden now, I think most English fans or soccer pundits ourselves, as analysts or whatever we are, armchair analysts, he's not even in the conversation to start. That's right. how good they are.
0: That's how good they that's
1: are. That's how that's how good they are. And most people look at Phil Foden and they're like, "Whoa!"
0: And the reason why I think he's not starting is because he's so young. They're like, "Well, he's gonna be in the World Cup. He's gonna be in the Euro next Euro." <laughs> Like, he'll have his chance, and...
1: I don't know if... I mean,
0: he'll, I mean, he'll right have now, his time in the sun, but like, right.
1: this team's also like very young. You have Rashford who's super young. Grealish is pretty young. Sancho is pretty young. Mason Mount, who's super young. Kane's the one who's kind of getting old.
0: What we've been saying, I think, for the last couple of weeks, and, and I still believe this, is Southgate doesn't really know who his best 11 is. He definitely maybe, doesn't know. And, ba- and, and perhaps maybe that's...
1: And Saka. Sorry, I didn't mention Saka. Yeah, and Sokka.
0: Uh, maybe that's actually going to help them, because nobody... Now the the opposition doesn't really know what offensive lineup you're going to put out there, but what I'm what what I the reason why I bring it up is because I I think that a lot of these players can can go in and um maybe no what I'm saying is maybe that as they are scoring more goals they're kind of clicking better maybe there there's a better team chemistry Southgate is figuring out who his best eleven is and only one or two players are the ones that he has to move in and out because now we we Trippier was the starting uh was it left back starting left back basically wing, wing back, back yeah. whatever it is uh the start of the tournament obviously shaw has he's figured out i mean shaw is the guy now um shaw, shaw's had
1: he he's had such a good season with united oh so good. he was so impressive he was the and best you look left at back the guy and you're like he's kind of like this little chubby little like dude whatever He's awesome. The balls he put in for those goals were just world class. Yeah,
0: I do have to say Shaw benefited from being snubbed a little bit by Mourinho um, when Mourinho was at United, and I think he, he like play, he's like basically played with a chip in his shoulder the last couple of seasons and now in this tournament because he's been playing really well. Best, best, probably the best uh, left wing back in the, in the Premier League, and that's not like I mean who who else? I mean, there's really nobody else.
1: Zinchenko, when he's on, maybe, maybe. I'm just running through the teams, running through the heads. I think like Shaw's
0: only head. problem last season is that he was injured a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, Shaw Shaw's phenomenal. His, his 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 awareness of where he needs to be, and his timing of his decisions are My, some of the, some of the best I've seen in the tournament. Well,
0: let's shift gears a little bit. Where are these semifinals being played, Jared?
1: Oh. Hold on.
0: I believe one of them is back in Wembley. I think the English... I think the England game is back in Wembley.
1: The Italy-Spain game, let me tell you about that first, which is on Tuesday, It's back at Wembley. Okay, and then the England and game is back the England-Denmark game is also at Wembley. All right, so both...
0: The semifinals are at Wembley. Hometown crowd for England, and that's to their benefit. Uh... More fans, I think, are allowed in the stadiums for the semifinal and so the final at
1: Wembley too. I mean, this is literally coming home. Yeah, it's set up for England to not fail right now.
0: Forty thousand fans, I believe, are allowed, and then sixty thousand for the final. I think they're
1: allowing a lot more people in the stadium. So, can we go to England? I'm just asking a question out loud. Is it possible for for us to get on a plane no. and go like as passports? U.S. No. holding passports. I don't think so. I don't think we can either.
0: Like we wanted to go to the final.
1: Or just go to London and be there, like, around the stadium, because I don't if think they we, win, it's going to be bedlam. I don't think we're allowed to. I don't think we're allowed to, either.
0: If somebody listened to this and can get us in, like, a smuggle smuggling situation. A smuggle situation. A smuggle. Over the, like, a uh, I I feel
1: like that's really ironic. We have, like, some of the tr- hard...
0: Yeah, and we're trying to get into another yeah, country. Yeah, we're trying
1: to get into another... I mean, I can use my other passport. I don't know about oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go to Canada and fly out use my other, other
0: passport. No, you can't even go into Canada. You're not allowed. Are you sure? You can't get across the border into Canada. Are you they sure? They won't let you in. Yes. Are you sure? they are not letting anybody in. Why not? Even with your, your Colombian passport. Oh my
1: god. Then what's the point?
0: What's the point of what? Everything. Of having your everything. Colombian passport. What's the
1: point of everything? Well, I, I can't even go to Canada?
0: Well they're they're well, they're uh, locked down still. They're they're doing worse for COVID right now in terms of I vaccines know. than we are. Their Can, vaccine Canada's roll is in
1: a really tough situation also economically and you know we're not going to talk about this. It's a soccer podcast.
0: Well, their their vaccine distribution has not been ideal.
1: I wonder if that's going to affect their Gold Cup.
0: Because we have a friend that lives in Canada.
1: Yeah, Terry. Terry's up there.
0: Terry's up there. We also have uh, a hometown Beverly friend, Kendall.
1: Kendall. She rep, reps just... Toronto hard. So the
0: reason why I bring her up is Kendall's uh,
1: boyfriend's a Liverpool fan.
0: Well, that's nice for him. But I also, remember. I wanted to bring her up because I think I saw her Instagram recently where she was just getting her first vaccine shot. She was shot. just
1: getting her first dose. Yes.
0: And this was like 2 weeks ago.
1: It's crazy how the whole vaccine th- the I didn't re- <laughs> I didn't realize how far behind Europe was until the beginning of the Euro tournament and what started and I remember reading this thing about Spain that they had gotten their vaccines 3 days they had got like their f- so- so yeah. 3 days before the tournament started. And that's why, like, I think Busquets came down, and he had to miss some of the group stage and all this other stuff. But I was into the assumption just because I am naive American first world. It's Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Wear your stripes. Well, I'm I'm
0: very naive in the fact that I thought that just like because they were affluent uh, footballers, like because they were in like developed countries, they all got their vaccine. They were like first on the list. I don't know. I just thought privilege. Like, they just got it. But I'm hearing this thing where, like, some of these guys haven't even been vaccinated. It's insane to me. It is, like, beyond... The English players especially, because they have better... They've had... UK has had a better vaccine availability than The other UK has had access Europe. to
1: vaccines... Sen- exactly Since much we have, earlier. Basically. And a lot of that... I wonder how much of that has to do with Brexit and the fact that now they don't all have to play under the same roof.
0: Right. Yeah, they're playing under the same rules. But they, they have universal health care.
1: That's interesting.
0: They can go anywhere and get a vaccine. I mean, we basically can do that too. That's the one surprising thing about this whole thing. But uh, the whole the way that the vaccine rollout, how it's like so the disparity in other countries is just I guess I was a little bit surprised about that. I just assumed. It's a million do- they make millions of dollars. They're just like, Yes, I'd like the vaccine, please. Uh, and they just like call it like their a agent. Drone comes yeah, like and a, drops like, it on their pool. Yeah. Like just some guy shows up, gives him the vaccine and leaves. I don't know. I, I figured like all the at whatever the the doctors or whatever for each team, they just lines lines all the players up. Everybody gets a
1: vaccine like in a row and that's it. It's clearly not like that.
0: Why don't they let me like plan this the vaccine rollout for plan football. the
1: vaccine rollout for Spain? <laughs> for Spain. <laughs> that would be phenomenal to watch. Yeah. I'm hey, I'm a pretty smart guy. I think I could do it. You are a very intelligent fake
0: it until you make it, right?
1: Or, yes, make it and then fake it. <laughs> I just hope that these Delta variants I hear about and all this other shit, obviously, well, what, the vaccines we have take care of that, because otherwise, this podcast, once again, we may have another hiatus if we have multiple weeks off, either in the Premier League or for European football or for the Champions League Oh or whatever. yeah, I would
0: hate that. That would be awful.
1: I mean, we'd have to, I don't know.
0: But anyways. No, but the one thing I wanted to mention, though, about because and that, the reason why I brought up the stadiums, is because English fans weren't allowed in Rome I know but there were English fans there but they were probably like Italian Englishmen uh, Italian oh no, they were just expats. they were,
1: were yes yeah, so they were Brits who live abroad yep. or whatever they were there like my friend Nathaniel he lives in Rome and he works for the world Food program but he's not yeah now. they weren't
0: allowed because um you know they're
1: just not there's like restrictions
0: and I think there was an outbreak
1: or something from a from an English game. The Wembley final, if it's Italy, England... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. Whether it's England, Italy, England, Spain, will be one of the best sporting events for soccer we've seen in a while. Mostly just because like, we haven't seen... That amount of fervor in the in a final like we've watched now two Champions League finals with not no, a lot no, of people, people there a couple thousand I mean obviously Chelsea had some fans there but it wasn't like a full stadium it wasn't packed it wasn't thousands it was upon a thousands little about thousands
0: I use the word jarring and maybe that you criticize me a little bit for using the word jarring when seeing fans in the so, in a football stadium but I mean we have been watching like basically empty stadiums for a while it's with been, pumped in noise it's
1: been very strange
0: it was strange actually seeing the Columbus Crew stadium open last night and we're talking about mls but they played the revolution at their new stadium in uh, columbus ohio and th- that place was packed it was packed Thirty thousand fans uh that, that the capacity is only like thirty thousand, but uh it's a true soccer f- true a, football a stadium soccer specific, specific stadium, stadium. Yeah, it's not was. like some like uh gillette stadium. It's not gillette
1: stadium where there's still football lines which i just want to gouge my eyes out. but anyway
0: it was like it was really cool to see that many fans there but it was again like a little jarring I will use the word jarring again, but uh, seeing everybody packed in, no masks. But it was the Midwest, so it's a little different out there.
1: Yeah, the Midwest, uh, different beliefs, different beliefs, different uh, different views on science, credo. Yeah, gravity. What is it? <laughs> anyway, so we're picking. This is a we're in- picking England, Italy, England. England, final.
0: It's coming home, baby.
1: That will be such fire. Now, if either Denmark or Spain win. We're setting ourselves up for a dark horse. Now, if if Spain and Denmark win, I think I may put like 10 bucks down on that parlay that both Denmark and Spain go through because that's got to be like 12 to 1 odds. That doesn't happen. Probably higher. Higher. I'm going to look into that and get back. Yeah. But anyway, so we have potentially England-Italian final, which yep. is what we're picking, yep. which I think is a pretty safe and conservative pick. And then the other thing we want to talk about just briefly is Copa America, where it could be setting up for a Neymar-Messi- Argentina versus Brazil final.
0: Brazil looked like the best team.
1: Brazil are stacked through and through. As
0: as pre as per usual. Their team is stout. That game though, Gabriel Jesus' flying kung fu kick oh red card was the most insane red card I think I've seen in a long time.
1: It was uh it was something something to behold. But the, you know here's the good thing. He didn't mean to do it. No, he didn't mean to do it. He, was he looked shell-shocked the, after he did it like yeah. what
0: the hell did I just do?
1: I'm just glad that it was, like, the top of, like, his laces that hit. Yeah, nobody... Not, like, the clean into serious. an eye. It wasn't serious. Like, seeing seeing a stud into the eye, that's not something anyone should see.
0: But it was wild and crazy. It was quite the event. And then seeing Richarlison just flop on the floor for, like, 45 minutes after they went down a man was some hard stuff to see i name two i mean Neymar. we it's kind of par for the course like we expect it because he's he's playing like such an advanced role he's looking for that foul but richarlson needs the guy is six two he gets literally like brushed up against and he falls over like he got shot it's super from bad a sniper dude
1: it's super bad it's brutal
0: i can't watch him I, it's hard to watch in everton it's even harder to watch in brazil
1: i a guy is i had some tile work done in my bathroom and the guy who came in to do some of the plaster work is Brazilian, and I was like, "Hey, hey, did you watch the game last night?" He's like, "No, I didn't watch the game." I was like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Yeah, I don't watch, I don't watch the, you know." He's like, "I watch my team in the Brazilian league, but I don't really watch the Seleção, the the national team." I was like, "Oh, why?" He's like, "Well, they just, they're all about their image. They're all about their Instagram. They don't play anymore." He's like, "I want Ronaldinho back. A guy who didn't care about any of that. He just played. He loved the crest." He's like. Where's Rivaldo? Where's Romario? Where are the the greats? Now, it was a little bit old, like, you know, shaking fists, old man shaking fists at the sky, but at the same time, like... There's nothing to be said about that. There's nothing to be said about that, like, Neymar's just on TikTok all the time. Like, this whole fad of tattoos, when you get tattoos, you don't really get them for yourself. Like, on some level, it's other people looking at you. Like
0: I mean, Neymar's a brand. I mean, he knows that.
1: Neymar is totally a brand. Like, all these players now have logos. Ronaldinho always had a logo for a long time, but I think that that was more pushed by Nike. But, anyway... It was very interesting to hear like a Brazilian basically be like, Yeah, I don't really watch it anymore. Those guys are more worried about their image than they are winning or playing for our country. And he's like, They make millions and most people in Brazil are poor. Yeah, and they're like, they're playing. I only have money because I've come to the United States. Like that was very interesting to hear and They're all playing in Europe. It's exactly it's, this, this the globalization of football is definitely removed and especially with that Brazilian team, he said too, he's like, There are a bunch of guys on that team who play and I know that there are better players in Brazil who don't get who don't get called up damn and i was like yeah you're probably not wrong there's probably a better midfielder in brazil than fred (laughs) right like bobby Firmino hasn't been on the hottest of tears jesus neymar charleston those dudes are pretty nice yeah but anyways it was very interesting things but but i do like tiago silva obviously tiago silva but we're setting ourselves up for a messy yeah a messy neymar argentina brazil final colombia plays argentina brazil plays peru the Brazil Peru game for me is a little bit more clear. I think Brazil goes through, but Argentina and Colombia have already played in this Copa America and they had tied 2-2. So that game will be fire potentially going to PKs because in the Copa America structure there's no overtime, you go straight to PKs, which I like. Which I like too. So I want Argentina to win that strictly just cuz I'd like to see Messi get a trophy, but you're Colombian. I'm Colombian and honestly like if we get to the final, we always play hard with Brazil. Yeah, Colombia. This team is not our best team we've had, but it will be good for our qualifying for the World Cup. I won't right lie, now we're not doing well. Columbia. I won't.
0: I won't lie. When I watch Colombia do the uh, penalty shootout, was it last night?
1: Two two nights ago or last night? Might have been last night. It was last night? It was, it was last, was last night. night? God, it was last yeah,
0: night. Yeah, I, 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 uh, um, Davin Sanchez is the second ta- penalty taker, second shooter. I'm like, he's gonna spurzy this thing up, and he fucking rifled it home. And then Yarry Mino was the next guy who came up and I'm like, Oh my god, what's happening oh here? God. And then he oh. rifled him home. So I was like hey. Ger-
1: Jerry Mino in Colombia is a different he's a different he's a different guy. guy. He's a different guy. He's a different a different man. I mean if
0: Davin Sanchez can have a good Copa America, like he's not letting in a lot of goals, playing center back, I and he increases his value. Great I mean, for Spurs.
1: Jerry Mino basically had a super solid World Cup. We almost beat England in twenty eighteen. Colombia would go down to England and PKs, and it was right after that when Barcelona was like, Yep, Jerry, why don't you come over? Then he ran into the fact that he didn't have a European passport and so he was a foreigner and they can only have so many foreigners in La Liga and then there was just another foreigner who was better than he was basically. But Jeremy is a stud. I think he's a I think he's a pretty underrated center back. When he wants to be phenomenal, he is.
0: Was he injured last season? Or was that the issue with him on? He Everton? was he was on and off. Yeah. He
1: was on and off with Everton. But he you know, the Premier League's all also brutal. It's not South yeah. Americans, a different style of soccer, it's a different game, so but anyways, we're setting up for two really great finals in the Euro. You probably have Italy, England, and in South America, you probably have Argentina, Brazil. Both teams will get to play in front of their homes. Potentially, England will have a final in, in Wembley, and Brazil would have the final in Maracanã, which would be phenomenal for Messi to win there. Finals in the finals. In, in Rio. In Rio, yeah. In, yeah, in the Maracanã yeah. Stadium. So that's great. And then we go right into Gold Cup, and the boys and bulls are potentially planning to go to the Gold Cup Final if we can get press releases from CONCACAF. Sin City, baby. Sin City.
0: Yep. Never been to Las Vegas.
1: I'm sure they know us there.
0: They probably do. I, uh, I'm not a gambler. I'm not a gambling not man. Not yet. Not a gambling man, but not, that's because I haven't, probably haven't been given much opportunity. To if be.
1: Boys and Bullets goes off the air permanently, it's because we owe some Russians <laughs> a debt. <laughs> or we owe Mr. Chow a debt. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, it's a hangover situation You're going to throw a mattress Off the roof
0: I might I might get a little wild Go on Las Vegas I might get wild I might have one drink Ooh, One drink That is wild for Jared He's, He'll be like Blackout One drink
1: I'm on the monk life These days <laughs> Yes I just hang out In my zen garden
0: He's on the monk life He's not drinking uh, And celibate <laughs>
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I'm living the pandemic for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. Dark. (laughs) Dark times. Dark times.
0: Well, I think that's all we got. Uh, It's good to be back in the uh, bunker. Back in the USSR. You're back in the barbershop.
1: Happy 4th, everyone.
0: Happy 4th. Go America. America. (laughs) 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 This is explicit. Fuck yeah.
1: yeah. Anyways, goodbye, people. Ciao. 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 Ciao!
0: Thanks for listening to the Boys and Bolos podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Twitch, at Boys and Bolos. If
1: you'd like to be a guest, please reach out. You can hit us on any of the social media accounts that Jeff just mentioned, or email us directly at boysandbolos at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.